0: and welcome back for another episode of spill the d my name is gina i'm one of your co-hosts and i'm joined here with my handsome co-host mr rick landis how you doing
1: i'm doing swell how about yourself
0: i'm doing swell it's a good word
1: it is a good word
0: it is a good word i'm excited to talk about disney park pet peeves we actually have talked about this one in the past sab and mm. i did um, and it was one of our first ever episode
1: i think it was episode like three
0: no i looked it was 12
1: I was at 12 (laughs) so
0: we were about three months in when we did it and when you listen to it you can hear that (laughs) it's not too bad i feel like i sound young and it was only two years ago things change i know that's crazy but i did listen to it to make sure that things wouldn't be repeating too much some of our pet peeves are gonna repeat but i don't know i feel like Listening to myself talk, I feel like I have different opinions on some of it now. So I figured that was fine.
1: And I wasn't here last time, so.
0: You weren't. And we have more now. Yeah. But we have two pieces of Disney news. One big one. One we talked about last week, but we just want to touch on again. Mm -hmm. So you go first.
1: Our first piece of news is that we're just going to remind you guys again about this four-day park ticket. Because we don't want you guys to miss out on this. It's such a good deal. It's... $99 $99 per day for four Disney parks, which is, comes out to $396 total plus tax. And you don't need a park pass reservation for them, which is really huge because the past how many years now you've needed a park pass reservation yeah. just to go to the park in general. And these actually went on sale starting on May 23rd, so two days ago when you're listening to this. And, again, we just wanted to reiterate it because it's such a good deal, and there's no reason that you should miss out on something like this. $99 a day is probably as low as it's going to get.
0: Yeah, honestly. For an out-of-state ticket, absolutely.
1: Don't forget about the in-state tickets as well. The Florida resident one, you choose from a four-day ticket for 229 or a three-day ticket for 209 which are both still really good deals because usually you're going to pay at least 100 for a day.
0: You know what, though? Last week we talked about how someone getting a three-day ticket, it could be more worth it to cash in on this deal and yeah. buy the four-day ticket. $22 cheaper for a four-day ticket than a three-day ticket the week that we're going.
1: That's impressive.
0: Because somebody in our party needs a three-day ticket. <laughs> so they looked at the four-day ticket. $22 cheaper. Shout out to my brother for doing the math and figuring that out.
1: Yeah, there you go. Those actually went on sale last week. So people in state probably already know about this. But Mm -hmm. yeah, again, just wanted to remind everyone about the four-day ticket.
0: They are on sale now.
1: They are on sale now. So go book it now. I don't think they're planning on running out or anything, but...
0: They didn't say limited availability. They
1: didn't. So I don't think you have to worry about that. But you do have to worry about missing out on your time to book. So go do that.
0: They're only good for the summer. So something to keep in mind. Here it is, guys. The news you've all been waiting for. I know you all want our hot take on this. Disney's Galactic Star Cruiser closing for good.
1: That had to be the biggest waste of money in recent history for Disney.
0: (laughs) Hot take for Rick. I don't
1: know if that's a hot take because you only got, what, two years out of it? And now you're closing it down forever? Like, the way they designed the hotel, you can't just make it a hotel because, one, it's attached to the park.
0: No, it's not attached to the park, but it's behind. It's
1: right, right behind Hollywood Studios. Yeah, it's
0: like in a parking lot behind Hollywood Studios. You could like see all the the secrets of Galaxy's Edge from the back. Exactly. Basically. So
1: you'd see all the secrets, and then at the same time, if you wanted to make it a resort and make it not feel like a parking lot, then you'd have to rip up a whole parking lot. <laughs> so it's like, what are you? What are they going to do with it at this point? You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm excited to find out. It's only a hundred rooms, so whatever they do with it. It'll be like a boutique hotel if they decide to use it. Yeah. Um, but for now, all we know is that it is closing. We unfortunately never got to go on it. It's kind of unfortunate. We're not Star Wars fans. Yeah. If it was more affordable, I would have liked to go on it for the experience of it. Fair. But not enough to spend that money on it. Also fair. If you're a Star Wars fan and it's something that you wanted to do and you haven't got the chance to do it yet, you do still have a chance. So the last voyage is going September 28th to the 30th. That one is already sold out. Yeah. But starting May 26th, you can book other voyages. And I do think that these are going to sell out really quick because of how many people probably had it on like a bucket list trip. Mm-hmm. Like that when they went to Disney, they were going to do it. Yeah. Or maybe people who have been saving up for it. Like now you're just going to spread yourself thin if you need to. Yeah. To make it happen before it closes. So I do think these are going to sell out very quickly. Mm-hmm. That's just my personal opinion, obviously. Cause I know if it was Harry Potter. Yeah. I'd be buying it. <laughs> I would be like, crap, I got to do it before, yeah. before it closes for good. Yeah. So if it's something you want to do, I would definitely make sure that you are ready to book it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It was so short lived.
1: Yeah. Like, I just,
0: we I saw it know. coming.
1: Yeah. I, j- I feel like, uh, I, like when I think about it, the only thing I can picture is meet the Robinsons with the T-Rex.
0: Yeah. I just like, don't think this plan was very well thought through.
1: Exactly. But that's all I can think about because I just don't understand how you thought that it was going to be that lucrative. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe they had bigger ideas than what we even know, but
0: It's cool concept. I just think it was a little too unaffordable for people. And the people who really wanted to do it, were going to do it, but they were only going to do it once. Yeah. And all the other hotels get repeat guests. But if you do want to get that trip Booked. If you want to go on the Galactic Star Cruiser before its final voyage, make sure to check out our friends at 407 and Beyond Vacation Co. They can get that fully booked for you. They can get you a quote on what it would cost for you and your family to get on there. They are a Disney and Universal Orlando travel agency. They can book and plan your family's vacation. So all you have to do is show up, have fun, and create your family memories. You can start by getting a free, no obligation quote at 407 vacations.com that is also put in our show notes so you can just go ahead and click that link and you will be good to go they'll tell you what it's going to cost for you to go on the galactic star cruiser oh yeah and we are coming to the end of the vacation planner tips that we have from 407 week i think there's two more so for now enjoy this one all right we are here with megan now megan tell me your favorite disney tips
2: so my favorite Disney tip is uh, if you're ever feeling unwell or you have a cut or even you're feeling a little bit sick after Guardians or another one of those rides to go over to the first aid station and ask them to help you out. You can get Dramamine for free. You can get Band-Aids and it's a great way to save because sometimes those medications and things like that do add up when you're buying it at a resort or even in the parks. So make sure you stop by First Aid.
0: This is your favorite tip because you've said it on the podcast yep. before. That I is. have said it
2: all the time. Go to first aid. Don't – because the Dramamine is, mean, like, 3 or $4 if you mm-hmm. pay and you only get, like, two. And the one they give you in first aid, you take one tablet and it lasts for 24 hours. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. And it's free.
0: Perfect. So getting motion sickness. I'm assuming that means that you get motion sickness on some rides. Can you give me, in each park, what is the worst one that someone should be aware of if they get motion sickness?
2: So in – Epcot, I would say Ratatouille's Adventure. In Animal Kingdom, Light of Passage has been one that has made people sick. And in Magic Kingdom, there are not a ton of rides, but I would be careful on the Dwarf's Mine Train because you do have a bit of rocking that goes on, so that can make some people feel sick. And then in Hollywood Studios, both of these Star Wars attractions have a bit of screens, but Smuggler's Run in specific does have a, a bit more, so I would be careful over there.
0: I've also heard Mickey and Minnie's in Oh, Hollywood. Mickey and Minnie's as well. Yeah. That yeah, well, one gets some people. And something you do for your clients, you give them a list, right, of the rides that get that I people do. tend so,
2: to. Yeah. So if a client lets me know that they do get motion sick, I have a list of rides that they should not necessarily avoid, but just be mindful and maybe take a Dramamine beforehand so they don't feel sick the rest of the day. Awesome. Perfect. Well, thank
0: you so much. Yeah, thanks. All right. Perfect. Are we ready to talk about Disney Park pet peeves?
1: Yeah, hopefully I don't get too frustrated just thinking about some of these things. I know, we'll I'm kind of nervous. <laughs>
0: I'm a little worried for about you.
1: Yeah. No, I'm just kidding.
0: About both of us. So our list of pet peeves, we have a few that came right from our brains, from things that bug us mm-hmm. in Disney. We also asked the listeners, so we do have a list that came from the listeners that we're going to comment on, maybe agree with. I think there was one or two that I was like, huh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I agree with that. Yeah. But everyone is entitled to their own pet peeves. So, these are things that happen in Disney that bug us and bug people. Whether it is because of the guests around us, because of the Florida heat, or just because of what's going on in Disney at the moment. These are our pet peeves. So, you want to go first?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to start hot with one of my biggest pet peeves. It's the ECV, which is the motorized scooters, for those that don't know. People that are inconsiderate when driving them bother the heck out of me. Obviously, if it's like a crowded park day, there's not really much you can do about it. They just take up a lot of room and you just kind of have to work around it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's when the park isn't super full and you're kind of like walking and someone just comes up and like clips you on Rutledge the side. Driver. <laughs> yeah, like someone like clips you on the side or like they're coming straight at you and they're like, you move kind of thing and yeah. it's like like we can both move like I'm obviously <laughs> not gonna like just make you move but like we gotta do like a little same same thing here you know what I mean and that's that's what bothers me off. like I said not when it's super crowded cause then everybody's bothering me yeah. with how close An they are but, <laughs> happens, but you can tell yeah. when
0: someone's reckless yeah, exactly. when they just aren't they don't care Yeah. well a lot of people in Disney too I think it's their first time using one of those true because Disney's a lot of walking and some people just don't Don't use them at home. But, like, yeah, it's the reckless driving. That's when you can tell someone just doesn't care about the people around them. Yeah. Yeah, you know, there was actually a lawsuit a few years ago because someone clipped a kid like a college kid i think or a high school kid uh-huh. outside of tower of terror and they he tore his Achilles and he like lost his scholarship because of yeah, it. He was
1: like a basketball player, right? Yeah,
0: and he ended up suing them because he lost his whole scholarship because an ECB clipped him.
1: It's fair. That like those are the situations that that bother me. Yeah. It's like stuff like that.
0: I think he might have tried to sue Disney and Disney was like you got to sue the driver.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Or vice versa. Yeah. I don't remember the full story, but I remember being like, "Ooh, that's crazy." Because yeah, some people if they've never been on one and they just don't care, it's crazy. Yeah. All right, you ready for mine?
1: Yeah, let's hear your first All one. All right, let
0: me give you a good one to start. Okay, this is one that I know I talked about in the first time we did this episode. People who stand too close in line. Yeah. And I'm waiting in line for a ride and Someone is just on top of me Mm -hmm. when there is plenty of room to spread out. Like, I'm leaving space between me and the person in front of me. Why are you touching me, you stranger in the Florida heat?
1: Yeah, and it it bothers me most when the line is, like, an hour or two, and they're, like, right up behind you. It's, like, this foot of space that you could give me as personal space isn't going to get you on the ride any quicker.
0: (laughs) I agree. (laughs) Like, you standing on top of me is not going to make you get on sooner, although... One time that did work for a family because I was on a solo trip at the park by myself and they were on top of me the entire time. Like, literally were bumping into me. Mm -hmm. Were It was just stressing me out. Like, they were, like, literally touching me. Their kids were standing in front of me in line. And then they'd, like, call them back if they realized, but they didn't realize most Mm -hmm. of the time. Like, it was like I was part of this family. Yeah. Except they didn't speak English, so I couldn't (laughs) even, like... Try and yeah. use my social skills and become part of this family. Like I, yeah. like I was really struggling and they were on top of me and the ride broke down mm-hmm. and they were like, it could be, we don't know how long it's going to be. I left. <laughs> so it did work for them. They did end up getting one, one person closer in line, <laughs> but yeah, when people are on top of me and actually this was also one of the ones sent in by a listener. Somebody said when adults are bumping into them in line.
1: Yeah. The kids, it depends. Like, Obviously kids get restless and every once in a while they might be like jumping around or something like that and accidentally bump into you. And for me as long as as long as they say sorry or the parent apologizes for them everything's fine. There's no worries. It, but it it is. It's when the adults are like bumping into you it's like you you understand personal space mm-hmm. and you realize that this is not where you should be right now. <laughs> yeah,
0: once or twice bumping, okay, that's an accident. It's when yeah. they're constantly hitting you. And yeah, like The kids that time didn't bug me as much. They were in front of me, but I knew by the time we got to the ride, I was going to be in front of them. And what's the difference with two kids? You know what I mean? Like, even if they did somehow end up in front of me. But, Yeah. yeah, it's when the adults are just, like, careless about it or just keep bumping into you. It's hot. Yeah. People are tired. And I think of myself as a ball of energy in Disney, but that's where my whole mood can change. Yeah. If I'm with a big group, I always try and stay towards the front of the group because of how much that will stress me out with people standing on top of me. Fair. That one gets me. Yeah.
1: And to kind of, like, branch off of this and give a more specific example for me anyway that I've had happen to me multiple times is I hate it when people have backpacks on and don't remember that they have backpacks on. (laughs) Like, when they're, like, turning around the whole time and they're, like, swinging and their backpack, like, keeps hitting you. Like that's that's where i'm like okay you know you have a backpack on right now right like this isn't this is an extension of you so while your body might not be close to me your backpack is still hitting me
0: are you talking about like in line yeah you're too close to them back up their backpack shouldn't be hitting you
1: they're behind me that's not my problem
0: oh okay okay that's fair then i thought you (laughs) No, i'm not talking about the people in
1: front of me i'm talking about the people behind me when they're like facing their family behind you gotcha and they're like swinging to side to side (laughs) their backpacks hitting you
0: okay I take it back then. Sorry.
1: (laughs) So this other one, it's going to sound kind of like first world (laughs) problem-ish, but it really does kind of bother me. I
0: feel like this whole list is first world problems. Yeah. And I hope we don't sound too whiny or complaining, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Every once in a while, you need a negative episode like this to remember why you love the positive ones.
1: This one is probably one of the more whiny ones, and it's going to make me seem like a complainer. I promise I'm not. But it's when you go to the park and like, say, for example, a festival, when you go to a festival one year and you get something, you're like, this is amazing. I'm going to get this every year when I come to this festival because that's how good it is. And then you go back the next year and it's not even close to as good as it was the first time. But the same
0: price or more. Yeah. It's
1: like, I, I have an expectation that this is going to be the same thing because you're either charging me, like you said, more or the same. And it's advertised as the exact same thing. Why is it not as good as it was last time?
0: (laughs) This one makes me laugh because – no, I agree. Year to year is hard because then I try and convince myself it was in my head. uh Then I'm like, okay, maybe I built it up. But like when it's the same thing within a week, like if you're on a week-long vacation and you go to the same park and get the same thing and it's like one is beautiful and perfectly made and the other one is like garbage. Yeah. I get mad. I think it's fair to be upset about it because things in Disney are so expensive. You expect a certain level. So when you've had the best, you expect the best at all times. Yeah. So I definitely agree with this. I think part of that is knowing, for instance, if you got a dole whip and you looked at it and you went, Whoa, this is a really big dole whip. Yeah. And then you went back and it wasn't as big. You'd have to think, okay. Did the cast member make it a little bigger than normal? It's a
1: different person. Yeah. Like yeah. that that kind of stuff, like size-wise, isn't necessarily where it's its a problem. It's when you can tell it's more of like they changed oh. the process mm-hmm. of it.
0: It's a different thing. They yeah. took something away from it, but it yeah. still charged the same. Yeah. And that's not even with food. That's like with the experiences too. Yeah. Like an after-hours event. Let's say mm-hmm. you went to an after-hours event. This hasn't happened to us. This is just an example of something it could be. Let's say you went to an after-hours event one year and they gave you – 10 things for free, and then the next year they only gave you 9, but it still costs the same. Like, Mm -hmm. people notice things like that.
1: And to bring into light an experience that we did have, you talked up the Halloween party. Yeah. And you were telling me all these things that they were going to have there, and they just didn't have it when we went. And I'm sure it was something, like, because we went, like, towards the end of the whole pandemic thing, so it was probably, like, they were kind of getting back into things, but...
0: trying to remember what they didn't have. There wasn't as many characters as there were The was rides when went, like weren't decorated
1: like they were before yeah, you said they, they didn't have the actors in.
0: No actors at haunted Mansion. And in the most petty way, they stopped giving out the lifesaver gummies, but that's not important. They give out other candy, <laughs> so it's fine.
1: But like, especially with like the, the rides and stuff, like the decorations and the interactiveness of it, like you talked it up and I was really excited about it. And then they just didn't have it.
0: It was still fun though, right?
1: It was fun. Yeah. It was You still go back. It was still a good time. Yeah. But okay. But it was one of those things like I was I had an expectation, mm-hmm. you had an expectation. Yeah. From well the last time you were there and it was different and probably paid more than you did the last time you went.
0: Yes, I did. <laughs> partially because I was a cast member the first time. Yeah, but partially because the price went up. Yeah. So both things to consider. Alright, let's go with this one. Resale shoppers.
1: Yeah, I know this one bothers you.
0: Sort of. Sometimes it bothers me. It's when – and Disney is really starting to crack down on this. They're trying to at least. Um, In some parks in other countries, it is literally like illegal. It's a big old Uh no-no. For people doing this, they can technically like get their annual passes taken away and stuff like that and get banned. But what this is is let's say a brand new lounge fly comes out. Mm -hmm. Someone comes in and they buy 10 of them and then they sell them online. And they probably bought them with their annual pass. So they got it at a discounted rate. And then they went and sold it online for full price or more than full price. But people can't get to the park to get it. So they're like, whatever, I'll pay whatever. Yeah. So they make their livelihood off of this. Mm -hmm. And I can't say that much. I don't have an issue with the resale people in general. Mm -hmm. The people who like do the shopping for a living. like, And there are like people's personal shoppers and go in. Like there are like Facebook pages. I'm on one. I haven't bought anything. I just like to look and see what people are doing. I don't have a full issue with that, although I don't know if that's technically allowed either. It's the people who come in and take all of the merchandise yeah. to resell it, and then people who are there can't get it. When Splash Mountain closed, people couldn't get anything. Yeah. Because people are walking out with bags on bags on bags. Like mm-hmm. When new things get put out, even if there's a limit, people bring every person in their family yeah. to come buy it. So it's... It just bugs me. It does. And like... It shouldn't bug me as much as it does because half the time I don't even want what they're taking. But I know that there are people who do. Yeah. So...
1: I mean, everybody's walked into a store looking for something that they wanted and it hasn't been there.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Whether it was a candy bar or a lounge fly. A
0: pair of ears. Yeah. So... That one doesn't bug me as much as it used to, but when I see people walking out with the giant bags filled with one thing... 20 times that it does. It's like, you you might've just ruined someone's trip. They'll recover because life's more important than things. But still.
1: Yeah. All right. Next one that I'm going to talk about. I know bothers both of us and I'm sure bothers a lot of people cutting in line. Now, when one person had to go to the bathroom or a mom and their kid had to go to the bathroom and they're Mm -hmm. catching up to their family, that's different. It's when there's a group of seven that are like, oh, our family's up there. And it's like one person is standing in line Mm -hmm. waiting for them. That's when it's like, okay, just tell them to get back here and hang out with you guys. Like, there's no reason that seven of you need to cut the line right now.
0: If you're going to take up an entire car, you probably have too many people to cut in line. Yeah, it's
1: when it affects, like, the actual time that it's going to take you to get on a ride. Mm -hmm. If a mom and her kid who had to run to the bathroom real quick are coming up, it's going to push, like, one spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But a group of seven or eight is going to, like you said, take up a whole car almost in some cases. And then that's just delaying everybody else. It's like, why do we have to wait and you don't have to?
0: Yeah. I don't know. I agree. It's... Which,
1: and this is like not just a Disney thing. This is like everywhere kind of. like oh, yeah. People cut the lines everywhere. But it definitely is more prominent and annoying in Disney because sometimes you're waiting an hour or two for a ride. It's like, we're all waiting. Why can't you?
0: I don't find it more prominent. I know it does happen, but I see it more when I go places like Six Flags. Yeah. Like, I definitely see it more there than I do in Disney, but it it does happen. The worst is when they're wearing matching t-shirts, and they're sending, like, one person up at a time trying to be clever, but it's like, you all match. (laughs) I've counted six of you. Yeah. Like, how many more are there? Yeah. This is an entire, like, family reunion that sent one person in the line. Uh Like, you know what I mean? So... Yeah, I agree. Line cutters are... ooh, It's a big no-no. It starts fights between people.
1: Yeah.
0: Hard no-no. And you can get banned for that. Yeah. They can literally kick you out of the park and tell you not to come back. not worth it. It's not. Just wait in the line. Disney lines move quick. And you know what makes them move even quicker? When people aren't cutting them. True. I do agree, though. Sometimes someone needs to run to the bathroom. They were in the bathroom and everyone got in line. Yeah. Sometimes... Like you said, people with kids—you can't control when your kid has to yeah, go, exactly. especially if they're potty training. When they say yeah. they gotta go, you gotta take them. You gotta go right now. Yeah. So, I do agree with that. It's a tough spot. Yeah. But I think I think everyone respects that. Everyone's I, like, oh, they're coming in with their potty training kid, or yeah, with, their, with their six-year-old. Like, you can happen. You
1: can tell when they're doing it to be like a a nuisance, and you <laughs> can tell when they're doing it because they had to. They had to hop out for yeah. a
0: second. Yeah. Okay, my next one. Ooh. Kind of like a two for one right now.
1: Yeah, I think they're pretty much the same thing. All
0: right, we're going to go with a two for one here, guys. You've heard me say it a thousand times. My version in my brain of what proper Disney etiquette is. Part one of this. I hate with a capital H-A-T-E. I'm going to use the word. It's not just a pet peeve. It is a, ooh, it's a hard hate. When people hold their phones above their head during the fireworks. When they hold them up and out. When they block the people around them. Oh, I hate it so much. When I watch the fireworks and I just see, like, phones up. Yeah. I want to take out, and I I actually think I said this word for word during the last time we did the pet peeve episode. But it's literally how my brain thinks. I want to take out a paintball gun and shoot every phone screen so that it doesn't matter. They're not going to be able to see the video anyway Uh because it makes me so mad. I can't see the fireworks because your phone's in my way. That's so mean. You, If you want to film it, I feel as though your phone can be at your face and no higher. If your eyes can't see it, your phone can't see it. Mm -hmm. I know I'm tall, so that's easier said than done. Yeah. But I also know that I'm tall and I would not want to block someone behind me even more than I know I already am.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I, I feel bad just standing there sometimes yes. because I know I'm blocking people.
0: Yeah, like it just makes me so mad. What are you going to do with that video? Not watch it. M- like maybe if you are, if you run an Instagram or something like that, you might use it. Like I know I use videos from the fireworks, but any video on the Spillity account. is during the fireworks that phone was at my face you are seeing the same view i can see exactly or if i wanted a little bit higher i stuck it in front of rick's face because i can block him but i'm not going to block the people around me yeah that i don't know who are just trying to enjoy the show yeah so that is a really big one for me during fireworks during shows whether it's a nighttime show maybe it's indiana jones your phone should not be held up that high it makes me so upset because you're really blocking people you're blocking kids
1: yeah, and as much as it makes me upset the fact that everybody's – you're blocking a bunch of people, it also just makes me upset that that's where, like, we're at, kind of, that people don't want to just live in the moment mm-hmm. and, like, see the fireworks. And that bothers me almost as much as knowing that – It's blocking that is blocking yeah. people. It's like you're here. You paid all this money to be here and experience all this. And you're literally watching these fireworks that are happening in real time through your phone screen to make Mm -hmm. sure that you have a good video. Yeah. Like, that just doesn't seem worth it to me. And And I'm sure it, it does to some people, but I don't understand how you make that justification.
0: And they hold them up the entire time. Yeah, it's just, like, crazy. And it's so funny because one of the perks of not holding it above your head is you're still watching the fireworks. Yeah. So if my phone is filming it, usually I put my bag on the front of me during fireworks and just shows because just for safety purposes, I don't know what's behind me or who's by me, you know? Yeah. So I usually put it in front of me and I'll rest my hands on it and I'll put the phone like on my bag. Yeah. And then it, whatever I get, I get. Yeah. So, and then I know I'm watching the show and I'm not watching it through the phone because I agree it does make me sad to think. And I actually, I don't know... If it's from not growing up with a phone, but like my brain immediately is like, why you why do you have your phone out? You know what I mean? I can like hear my mom's voice being like, put your phone away and enjoy it.
1: Yeah, like we're we're definitely more live in the moment people, I think, when it comes to cell phones, especially. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> it makes it really hard to get spill the D content for anyone wondering. If you've seen yes. the same video ten times, that's why I am terrible at taking my phone out.
1: Yeah, when we're Awful. in Disney, we we try our best. But
0: <laughs> I go, Oh, that would have been a really cool video. Yeah,
1: we try our best not worry about that kind of stuff like
0: we think about it after when we're standing in line we're like oh you know what would have been a good video yeah what we just did Mm -hmm. so funny but i the other one that is my two birds one stone that i was talking about this one i thought was a personal thing until we met morgan from the just some magic podcast who told me it wasn't i'm not crazy (laughs) it really bugs me when in shows fireworks my brain always goes to mickey's philhar magic when i think about this mm. one when people are good there to watch the show and they don't take off the, either their mouse ears or if they have like a tall hat yeah like maybe like the old school goofy hat or the sorcerer hat when they don't take those things off yeah because it does block and like philhar magic is a big culprit of it because the seating it It's kind of slanted, but not super slanted. So if someone has ears on, it kind of does ruin, like, the 3D aspect of it. Or, like, the Muppets. Or especially the fireworks. Yeah. So, that is one that it does really bug me. When I was talking to Morgan about it, she said she was in, I think, Tokyo? Disneyland? Uh Shanghai, maybe?
1: Yeah, it was was one of the two.
0: Yeah, she was in a, a Disneyland in another country. And... She was waiting to watch a show, and the cast members actually came around and were like, "Hey, can you take your ears off?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, no problem." And then she looked around and realized no one had their ears on. When they sit down for a show, they take them off because it's like etiquette to not to take them off and make sure you're not blocking anybody. And she said that she was like, "Oh my gosh, we're Americans with our ears on." But well, she
1: said that she was she usually takes them off. She just forgot. Yeah. Like, like sometimes you do just forget. Like, Mm -hmm. even when I'm wearing a hat sometimes, I just don't feel it at some point. So, like, you do just forget. And that's what she said. She said she just forgot that she still had them on. And then she was like, oh, look at that. No one's wearing them. This is great.
0: (laughs) So great. I'm like, I wish that was a thing about Disney World. Mm -hmm. That everyone just knew to take them off. And, again, I'm tall. I already feel bad blocking the people behind me. Yeah. So I'm like, what can I do to alleviate this? Let me take off the three inches on the top of my head. Yeah. It makes a difference, especially if someone in like fireworks, when you end up like real close to people, whether you want to or not, yeah, you're real close to people. So like that three inches could make all the difference in them seeing the castle or the fireworks yeah. or anything really.
1: Yeah. Especially when the projections and stuff are on the castle.
0: Exactly. Like,
1: can block that stuff. Like the fireworks aren't everything that they're looking at.
0: Exactly. I know. I don't like when I can't see the castle. <laughs> it's part, it's such a part of the show, especially yeah. with happily ever right after. Oh like, yeah. my gosh. So, yeah, that one is a really big one for me,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and I don't think many people have that opinion, but it does. It really drives me crazy when there's ears in my way. Mine immediately come off whenever I go into a show or when I'm standing waiting for a show.
1: Yeah. So, that's mine. (laughs) All right, last one we have before we get to some of the listener-submitted ones, and I feel like we don't really have to go too in-depth on this one because I feel like this one is kind of collectively agreed upon by a lot of people. That being rude to cast members is one of the biggest pet peeves.
0: When I see people do it? Yeah, because cool. it's like,
1: this person is just trying to do their job. Like, why are, why are you being rude to them? Yeah. And I'm assuming that people probably think it's because they paid hundreds of dollars to be there and it's their vacation and everything like that. But, like, that doesn't give you the right to be rude to someone.
0: But like, so did everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that... Obviously, there are situations where maybe the cast member did have a bad day. And yeah. maybe it is them. But 99% of the time, it's probably not them. Yeah. It's probably the guest. And I have seen guests who, when something goes wrong, they come up so aggressively and ready to argue. And this is, again, when I was listening to the original Pet P's episode, I almost said this word for word, but it's too, too good not to repeat. I think that because Disney is one of those companies that's known for their customer service, and they are known as, if there's an issue, they're going to help you fix it. Yeah. Or they might give you something yeah. as a as a, I'm sorry this happened to you. Here's a lightning lane. And I think people know that. So because of that, sometimes they do come up ready to fight. Yeah. And think that that's going to get it for them. Fair. And it's really hard to see when people come up to the kids members so aggressively right away. Right out the bat, ready to argue. When it's like, hey, if you just walked up to them nicely... They might have helped you more. Yeah. They might have given you something. They might have Probably been able to have. move some things around, like different things like that. Like they might have been able to help you with. And now they're just gonna tell you now.
1: Yeah, being nice to them goes a million times farther than yelling at them and telling them that they need to help you.
0: They're still people. Yeah. <laughs> they're at the end of the day. Yes, they are Disney cast members, but they're still people. So yeah, that one that one definitely gets me when I see people being rude to cast members. It makes me feel really bad for the cast member. As a lifeguard, that's what I was when I worked for Disney. People were not very rude to me. It was very to... rare. Well,
1: you had to save their life potentially, yeah. so they don't want to make you mad. Um, there was
0: never really issues. I had one lady roll her eyes at me one time. That was that was the most of it. Yeah. But I had from my roommates, I heard horror stories about what people would say and do.
1: Yeah, I mean, guest services. I feel like is definitely obviously top of the top of the problem chain yes and i think for me the worst that i've seen or the thing that made me the most mad and everything most of the time is out of their control that people get upset about but we were trying to go in the one time and someone's magic band wasn't working or like their tickets weren't working or something and the person was getting mad at the cast member for their tickets not working. It's like they have no, no effect on whether these tickets work or not. Yeah, like why are you getting mad at them right now? And it's like stuff like that. It's like, I don't know, like I just don't understand where you feel like that's going to help you.
0: Yeah. People are tired. They're stressed out. They need someone to blame. And unfortunately sometimes it is the person <laughs> standing right in front of them.
1: The 18 year old working for $12 yeah. an hour.
0: <laughs> so. If it's someone in your group, maybe tell them to take a step back and just breathe. Yeah. Sometimes you do just need to take a step back and breathe. Sometimes you just are frustrated. Yeah. Sometimes it comes across as you being rude when you don't even realize it just because you are frustrated, which is fair. Stuff does go wrong. Yeah. Sometimes you do have the right to be frustrated. Just remember where you're directing it. Try and stay calm, cool, and collected. Politely ask for help. Politely try and figure it out. Yep. Take a step back and breathe.
1: Yeah. Be nice to the cast members. That's really what it boils down to. That's what it boils down
0: (laughs) to because it's so hard to watch and it's amazing how some people will be.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. So the rest of these are ones that have been sent in by the listeners. We do have some really good ones here. A lot of them I do agree with. Yeah. Some of them more than others. Yeah. So should we start with – let's start with a funny one. We have a listener who gets – very annoyed when people are wearing Harry Potter clothes or asking where the Harry Potter section is.
1: The asking where the Harry Potter section is, I understand. So funny. Because everybody knows it's not in Disney.
0: Not everybody. <laughs> that's not, not I everybody. Feel like,
1: I know. I feel like most of the time though, when people are asking, it's to be sarcastic.
0: You'd be surprised. Yeah? Yeah. Some people really don't know. Some people, they might be listening right now to learn these things. So, yep. No Harry Potter in No Disney.
1: Harry Potter in Disney. If
0: that's a universal.
1: The shirts and stuff, I don't necessarily agree with because
0: agree with getting annoyed by it. Or, yeah, okay. Because
1: you're on vacation, things happen. Maybe you needed an extra T-shirt, and you were at <laughs> Universal the few days before that, so you wash that one quick or something like that, and that's what you had to wear. Uh, I don't necessarily see that as like always a problem. No, you know but. what is
0: more annoying than Harry Potter stuff in Disney?
1: Disney stuff in Universal.
0: Not Disney stuff in Universal. <laughs> We're getting a real specific here. Mouse ears at Universal. Oh yeah, <laughs> that is like you can you can like judge why? that person. <laughs> you can definitely judge that person. People will wear like Harry Potter mouse ears. Yeah, which that's cute. Don't get me wrong. They usually are like the Marauder map, yeah. and I would love that fabric made into something else. Yeah, maybe even mouse ears, honestly. But I would wear them in Disney. I think I don't think I'd wear them in Universal. It just looks funny to me.
1: I don't know if they're I, Marauder's map this. Listener might get annoyed by you.
0: That's true. I'm sorry. <laughs> that one made me laugh, though. Because I can see how someone could be annoyed by that.
1: Yeah, definitely. Next one. I don't. Maybe it's because we are those people, but I don't know that I've seen this. Uh, when people are quoting the entire pre-show loudly, I know occasionally. It's, it's me. I know occasionally we'll say the free show. I don't know if we say it that loud.
0: I try and say it so that only you can hear me. Yeah. Like, I try and do it real quietly. The only thing I say that I have caught myself saying too loud, and I don't realize it until the person next to me giggles, the end of the Tower of Terror pre-show, when they go, and this elevator travels directly to, I always go, the gift shop. And that one I caught myself saying yeah. too loud last time I was there because the guy next to me started giggling. And I was like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to ruin that for you. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that, uh, that one can be really annoying.
1: Yeah. It, if you're not that person. Yeah.
0: Cause I, I, like I said, I do try and just say it quietly to you, but I have been in the room when someone is saying it loudly and I feel bad for the people who have never seen it. Yeah. Who this is their first time on the ride and someone is sitting there quoting the pre show on them. Someone is
1: yelling that it leads to the gift shop.
0: Yeah. That's, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm self aware. I'm going to try and not say it as loudly next time. That's the only part of it I say.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think. I can't. I can't specifically think of any moment where like we've said it super loud. But I also can't think of any specific moment where anyone else has said it super loud. Like Haunted actual...
0: Mansion. Usually, there's someone in Haunted Mansion who will say it really loud.
1: Interesting. I don't know that I that I remember hearing that, but maybe.
0: Yeah, there's usually somebody. Speaking of rides, while we have the ride pet peeves going, I have been the victim of this one. Flash photography on dark
1: rides.
0: I have literally turned around and asked someone to please stop taking photos. Really? Yes. We were on the Navi River journey. And that ride is totally like black light, like kind of glow in the darky. And they were taking photos the whole time. And the photos that they were taking, they were using their flash every single time. And it got towards the end of the ride and they had just ruined So much of it with the photos, because every time they took a picture with a flash, it showed you all of the feel in the back. It showed you the poles that were holding things up. It showed you the shadows that you weren't supposed to see. And finally, I was like, excuse me, like, can you please turn your flash off if you're taking photos? And they did it. Like, I wish I would have asked them sooner because they were so polite about it. I tried to ask politely because, like, they're vacation too, but... We were in the seats in front of them, so they were like taking the picture behind us every yeah. time. So we were seeing it. We had to have been in some of their photos.
1: Yeah, that's kind of annoying though.
0: Yeah, and that, that can really ruin some rides as a flash photographer. Oh they yeah, Plenty of dark rides that, that would completely destroy the illusions that they give.
1: Pirates, I've seen people use, a, use the flash on. That's sad. Yeah. That's a good one.
0: Space Mountain, you can't even have your phone on anymore. I'm sure people were Fair. using flash <laughs> on that before it happened.
1: Yeah. Haunted Mansion, I feel like is oh that would probably, really ruin it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know that I've seen it, but I feel like there's definitely people that take a picture at like the end with the with the ghost.
0: Probably, but that one is just the flash is going to make it not work. It's going to kill the illusion.
1: Yeah, but it also might mess up the cars next to you. You know. It could.
0: Know. Yeah, I'm just thinking like the graveyard scene. If yeah, if you did a flash in there, you would see all of the little mechanisms making it work. Yeah, they're dark for a reason. Yeah, so. and I think. Sometimes people don't realize their flash is on, and that's okay. It's when they keep doing the flash. It's like, oh, so you know what's going on. Yeah, right now. it's
1: when you do it for the entire picture or <laughs> more than once. Because yeah. if you if you go to take a picture and don't realize your flash is on, you quickly try to hide your phone. Mm-hmm. That's different. I totally understand that. It's when you the flash goes off in a dark ride. It takes like five seconds mm-hmm. for that picture to actually take. So or you I just, it feels like it. No, it definitely does take that long, and you you just got to hold it there. For those five seconds or yeah. whatever it is.
0: Dinosaur would be a bad one to have Flash on. Yeah. So much of that is like illusions that they make. a yeah. That would be a, that'd be a rough one.
1: All right. So this next one is probably going to be a little bit controversial. I, I think
0: this whole episode is controversial. I'm not really sure.
1: <laughs> Maybe there's more to it than I think. Okay. But one of our listeners gets upset or gets peeved when the bus air conditioning is either too low or too high.
0: Like, do they get on the bus and they're freezing or they get on the bus and they're warm? Yeah. Actually, their complaint was when they get on the bus and they it's too cold.
1: I feel like I usually am not too worried about that, though, because it's usually warm when I go I want it as Florida. cold as possible. Yeah, I want it cold.
0: But I can definitely see how somebody wouldn't if they are not that type of person who likes to be cold. Because when you're sweaty and then you hit that air conditioning, you can freeze. That is a thing. Yeah,
1: no, definitely. But Especially,
0: I- like, end of the day.
1: I personally like it cold. Yeah, I do so. too.
0: That's not one of my pet peeves. No. But I can, I can see how it could bug someone.
1: I definitely see it being too low though. Like I don't want to get on the bus and it just be muggy hot because there's no air conditioning on mm, and everybody's sitting in there sweating.
0: Yeah, I would assume that if you get on it and it's really cold, it's probably because there's not many people on it yet and they probably keep it cold for when there is the big crowds of people. Yeah. All shoulder to shoulder mm-hmm. trying to get back to their hotel at the end of the day. Yeah. While we're talking shoulder-to-shoulder, we have a listener whose pet peeves is when a large group walks next to each other and takes up the whole roadway. And When they walk shoulder-to-shoulder. I
1: agree. That is bothersome.
0: It can be. I think that sometimes they don't realize they're doing it, Uh which is annoying. Yeah. But I think... You can see sometimes when the person realizes, like, oh, we're taking up this entire walkway. Yeah. And it's it's always refreshing to see that. And it's like, oh, cool, you're self-aware, thank you.
1: Yeah, most of the time I feel like it's either self-correcting, like you said, or there's, like, not a lot of people. Like, I think four is probably the max in most areas where you can get away with walking shoulder to shoulder. And the reason I think you can't go farther than that is because you won't be able to hear anyone after that. You know what I mean? Like at that point you just got to break off and have a group of two and a group of three or something like that and just have your own conversations or like be directly behind them kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Because you're not going to be able to hear the person on the other side if you're like on either end. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I think most people don't even realize it. But it is something that can be very annoying, especially if they are really into their conversation and they don't see you coming the other way. Yeah. And you get like shoved into the side and you're like, yeah.
2: okay.
0: <laughs> We're just going to wait in this bush then for you guys to get past. <laughs> yeah. No, I can definitely, that one can definitely be, uh, very annoying.
1: Goes back to what I said about the, the scooter drivers. Yeah. Same like, concept. Like we j- just work together. We'll yeah. both, we'll both go opposite ways and then no one will have a decision. We issues. just all <laughs>
0: need to be self aware. Yeah. And then we'll be fine. Exactly. With that, we had a listener who said that when it's too crowded in the park, this is just kind of, I think, like an overall pet peeve. Uh, when they're experiencing, like, too crowded of a day, when the lines are too long, it's just, like, not their cup of tea. Yeah. That, there is solutions for that, but they're not always obtainable. So, going at the right time of year can help alleviate the crowds random times in, like, January, February are pretty good. Going September is great. After Labor Day, because kids are back in school and parents aren't ready to take them out of school yet because they just started up. End of August, that's good because down south they go back to school sooner. Yeah. So if you are from, like, northeast, that's a great time to go with your kids. There are times of year that can be great. Look and see if there's a run that weekend, if you're planning on going on a weekend. Runs bring crowds. If you can go on weekdays rather than weekend, if you can get the time off work, that, uh-huh. that can alleviate some crowds. Yeah, But, yeah, too crowded or the lines being too long can definitely kill your vacation.
1: Yeah, and Especially pers- if
0: you're not mentally prepared for it.
1: Yeah, and personally, I wouldn't say this is a pet peeve for me. I am bothered by it, but it's more just because of who I am as a person, not – what do you because mean?
0: Of... You love people. <laughs> You're such an extroverted people person.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know you know, that's really just how how I am. And how Rick i have been my whole life. <laughs> but <laughs> no, like I do understand how it could be bothersome because it does bother me, just not in the way that like I'm annoyed at other people for being cro- there being crowds. I'm just like I, I need there to be less people here right now. That's sure. fair. So I get it.
0: Not a full-on pet peeve for you, but like, okay, yes, I do find this annoying. Yes. Yeah, I think that would annoy anybody. Yeah. I really do. Even if you are totally mentally prepared for it, I think that there is still a part of you that will be slightly annoyed by it.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so we kind of already talked about this next one a little bit regarding the fireworks. When you wait for a spot in the fireworks because you know where you want to be and you're like, this is a good spot. I want to be here. You wait and then someone just shows up like while the fireworks are happening or right before the fireworks are happening and they just stand right in front of you. That is annoying. And I'm a relatively tall person. I'm definitely not like the tallest person that's there all the time, but I'm relatively tall enough that it doesn't affect me as much as it affects other people. But I still experience this where it just so happens that the tallest person in the park that day decides I'm going to stand right here.
0: Here's my thing with this one. First of all, I have been this person by accident. Uh-huh. Not by accident. I waited to the last minute to get a spot because I was doing something. But when I do it, I try to make sure I'm not standing in front of anyone shorter than me. If I'm going to squeeze in, I'm like, yeah. let me make sure that they have space and they can see.
1: Yeah.
0: And then I take my ears off. The worst. How do I word this right? Let me start with I don't have a big issue with kids on shoulders for Fireworks. It doesn't bug me that much. This kid's getting a magical experience. They're going to remember this for the rest of their life, uh-huh. most likely. I don't have that big of an issue with it. But when you staked out a spot and then someone squeezes in and then they put their kid on their shoulders,
1: uh-huh.
0: that one will get me. That's like – and then they hold the phone up. That's the trifecta.
1: Yeah, uh, and that – the phone too also doesn't have it like <laughs> too much. It's more just usually the kid and i'll say this i'm not even super bothered by kids being on the I'm shoulders cuz like you said they're they're getting the experience that they're going to remember forever and
0: they're not going to see it from the ground yeah. i can kind of lean a little bit to try exactly. and see it
1: exactly exactly the thing that has bothered me the most in this specific situation is the one time i saw a guy lift his girlfriend up on his shoulders <laughs> and i was like ma'am you are at least 20 like like stay on the ground and don't block these children yeah. and people that are trying to see the fireworks like i've seen that at least once and i'm sure i've seen it on multiple occasions
0: that's funny and
1: i'm just like why i don't understand can i
0: go on your shoulder no next time absolutely with it? not <laughs> she had to have been tiny or she had to have, they had to have been like in the middle of the crowd because cast members would yell at you for that <laughs> so that's really funny yeah yeah that feels like, like a big no-no I, to like, me. I, don't, I
1: just don't understand why you think this is a good idea
0: that's really funny. Yeah. Yeah, kids don't really bug me, though. I know that they bug some people, and I know yeah. that it is a pet peeve for some people. It doesn't really bug me. Yeah. I feel like kids don't bug me in general, though. Like, kids crying on a plane, I don't mind.
1: It, it depends.
0: I, like, I just... I have, I think I have a lot of patience when it comes to kids. Kids
1: crying on a plane doesn't bother me until the parents, like, they're usually not like this. And it's like, well, they're like this right now, so.
0: (laughs) Their ears are popping, they're sad. Yeah, like,
1: like, don't try to make excuses. Just be like, I'm sorry for my child right now, like, they're having a rough time. Just don't
0: say anything. We all know that there's nothing you can do about (laughs) it. Yeah, you're doing your best. I know you're not just letting them cry it out. You're probably giving them all the snacks, Uh put on movies for them. Yeah.
1: We,
0: we know you're trying they're not usually like this. <laughs> funny. That doesn't bug me but I, I get that. Though. That's another one where like that doesn't bug me but I can I see where that would be annoying. <laughs> That's really funny. Okay. This one made me laugh. And this is kind of a little outdated now. The long tags on the Minnie Mouse ears.
1: I do remember when you were buying ears and they had like the really long tag on them.
0: I don't think bought the ones with the long tag
1: you did have one pair i remember
0: did i have to cut i probably cut it off
1: that that's my solution to this this cut problem just cut it off all right here you ready for this i'm not I, i'm sure there's a reason people don't want to cut them off though you ready for this this
0: yeah. is my uh this is my disney conspiracy theory okay you ready this is a sure. good one i asked you if you're ready five times you better be ready all right a few years ago you and i were in walt disney world
1: yeah
0: our friend dan happened to be there Dan went to put my ears on. Yes. In the process, put them on like a man and pulled them apart and tried to place them on his head rather than sliding them on his head. Snapped my ears in half. Yes. It was just the classic black ears red bell. We went to the store and I said, hey, my ears broke. Can I exchange them for a non-broken pair? I feel like these shouldn't be breaking. And they were like, oh, yeah, no problem. Just let me see them. When they grabbed them, the cast member checked to make sure I still had a tag on them. Oh. A year later, Disney starts selling these ears with a tag on them that looks like a CVS receipt, <laughs> causing people to immediately take them off. Take the tag off, which means and if, if something break, happened to their ears, Disney will not take them back. Gotcha. Every pair of ears that I own, I leave the tag on.
1: Gotcha. Because
0: I am afraid that Disney will tell me, if God forbid they break, yeah, that I can't exchange them. And it's like, you should stand by your product.
1: Yeah. I mean, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Especially, like, what if they break on a ride? Like, if they, like, hit something. Yeah. Like, they're in my bag. You know what I mean? So, I am afraid of that. So, my conspiracy theory was that Disney did that so that people could no longer exchange them.
1: I will say this. I think switching to the longer one is definitely because of all of the small shops that have popped up.
0: You think they, like, are losing money off ears?
1: I think that people were probably trying to take ears from small shops and exchange them for the actual ears when they broke.
0: Yeah, but that's why they won't take it without the tag. No, I know. One of the many reasons that my brain thought of that day. My other one was that Chaos Connections, the Chaos Member Store, sells broken ears. Uh-huh. And then people just try and, like, fix them themselves. I have a few pairs, pairs that I've, like, glued bows back onto. <laughs> On the tag when they're broken they draw an x okay so they would look at the tag and see an x so if there's no x they might think someone bought them from there cut the tag off and tried to bring it back gotcha so i i understood it when he said it i was like oh yes that makes sense
1: i do remember the long the long tags they don't have that anymore so the new
0: thing any newer ears now have these tags again here's my conspiracy theory they now have these tags that just pull off Hmm. so they don't stay on anymore so I would like to test it and pull it off and then see if they would exchange, let me exchange them. Just Like buy a, it,
1: walk like, out of the store, pull it off, and then walk, walk back, back in? Walk back
0: in and be like, oh, can I uh, switch this out? This has a stain on it. Just just this is for scientific purposes, obviously. We can test it. I probably shouldn't. That's kind of mean. Not mean. It's kind of like a waste of their time. But I am curious because he literally told me, he's like, we can't take it without the tag. And then all of a sudden this CVS receipt is attached to every pair of ears. Uh-huh. And then now they they just tear off. Disney, I'm on to you. Or I'm completely wrong and that guy easy. just made this up. I don't know. But this is from the words of a cast member. He let me go get another pair. And I had to give him my broken pair. <laughs> they were sweaty.
2: <laughs>
0: we have one more here. This was sent in by a few listeners. And I agree with it. Do you know what it is?
1: No. Did you read it? I don't remember it. Slow Walkers. Mm, I do remember that one.
0: Yes. So this one was also talked about by me and Sabrina. And I stand by my theory on this. So when we talked about this two years ago, over a hundred episodes ago, for the record, Mm. that's insane. I said that when someone is walking slow and I get past them and I see a cell phone in their hand, Mm. that's when I'm annoyed. Fair. If someone is walking slow because that's how they walk... Because they've already walked 10 miles in Disney yeah. every day for the last week. Because there's an underlying condition I can't see. Because they're eating. Because they're fussing with a child. That is all fine. Yeah. I can handle that. It's when someone is walking slow and I get ahead of them and their phone's in their hand. And they are playing a game or trying to do a lightning lane. Like Pull over yeah. and do these things if that's the case. Like Say to your family, hey, I need a second. Go to the bathroom. Yeah. Go sit in the bathroom in the air conditioning for a minute. Be like, hey, guys, i got to go to the bathroom. Do your phone thing. Like, when someone is walking slow because of their phone, ugh, that one makes me so mad.
1: Yeah, I get frustrated just in general when people walk slow just because, again, who I am as a person. I just get frustrated when Mm. when in Disney and I'm not moving quickly.
0: We also – we move faster. Yeah. Like, this is going to really stereotype us. (laughs) People from our region of the U.S. move faster than people from other regions. Like when I go down south, I'm told I have to slow down with talking. Yes. It's just a thing. Like they talk slower. They walk slower. Like we are on a – I got to get their pace and they are on a – I'm going to enjoy the walk Yeah,
1: comparatively to northeast where we're from, the south moves a little bit slower.
0: Yes. Like that is – it's a pretty common thing. Yeah. So like – that's why I try not to get too mad about it, but that's why the cell phones bug me.
1: Yeah, I get that. I, I think that it's almost like car lanes. Like, yes, right lane is slow, left lane is fast. In this case, outsides are slow, insides are fast. If I agree. you, if you need to go slow, pull off, like you said, to the side, find a sidewalk. Like, like specifically in my mind, I'm thinking Hollywood Studios right now, Sunset Boulevard, okay. where they have the sidewalks that go straight down. Yeah. If you're strolling, hop on a sidewalk. If you're going, get in the middle of the road and go.
0: It's so hard, though, to say that because part of me agrees. But then I think about seeing the castle for the first time. That's
1: the exception. Or
0: seeing Tower of Terror for the first time. Or seeing the Tree of Life for the first time. Wouldn't you want to be in the middle, walking slow, taking it all in? So... That's a really hard The castle, for me, is the exception. Okay. Not Sunset Boulevard.
1: Sunset Boulevard, I think, is set up to the point where you're going to get as good of a view of the Tower of Terror, whether you're on the sidewalk or the middle of the road. Interesting. Because of how far away it is.
0: I think I'm going to go with the fact that you don't need to be on the sidewalk, per se, but definitely closer to the sidewalk. Yeah.
1: But even even that, like, if you're walking, like, more towards the side of the road... Like, leave the middle open for people that are trying to move and get places. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Luckily, most places in Disney, there is, like, places like that, at least, like, the big roads like that, there is room for people. Yeah. As long as you don't have a crowd of ten shoulder to shoulder. There is room for people to maneuver to where they need to go. But, yeah, when you're in, like, a small space, like, if you're on the bridge to Tomorrowland and someone is moving real slow and you're just trying to get past, like, yeah, it can definitely get very, very tight. There are times when you also, though, as a fast walker, need to know that things are going to be slow. When you're trying to get through the fireworks crowd.
1: Uh, Yeah, you just got to know you're not getting through that.
0: No, you just have to kind of move with the crowd. Like, during the parade, like, you do just need to move with the crowd. The worst is actually in Fantasyland between It's a Small World and Peter Pan. That is such a bottleneck.
1: Yeah, it does get really crowded there. It gets there. so
0: crowded. It's all strollers. People trying to maneuver their strollers. Like it's it's a mess. Yeah. And it's such a bottleneck area that even on the most empty park day, it can feel tight in there. Yeah. And again, that's another one where you just kind of got to move with the crowd for a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, but yes, I try to not let myself get annoyed unless I see their cell phone. Yeah. That's and fair. then I'm like. Oh, I get so mad. My my blood's boiling talking about it.
1: <laughs> Understandable. I think if we were to sum up the episode in two words, I would say self awareness.
0: Blood boiling.
1: I would say self awareness because from every every perspective that we talked about, it's just if you're self aware of what's going on, if you're self aware that you're generally a fast faster walker. You just have to know to slow down sometimes. Yeah. If you're self aware that you're a slow walker, you're, that you you're a slow walker. Over. <laughs> if you're self aware that you have a pair of ears that might be blocking someone, like things like that, where you're just like, just take a minute and think about it and realize that you're not the only person there.
0: <laughs>
1: it'll solve a lot of the problems.
0: <laughs> it'll it'll cure a lot of our pet
1: peeves. Exactly.
0: Before we close this off though i do want to say somebody who wrote in the slow walkers thing most people who did it were just like people who walk slow slow walkers move blah blah blah, blah. That's actually word for word what my brother said slow walkers move in all caps <laughs> someone said when people walk right in front of you at a zootopia sloth mile per hour
1: <laughs> very specific but i love it and
0: it made me laugh so i feel like i had to say that one word for word it's so funny thinking about the fact that we just gave this entire list and like Yes, this is a long list of things, whether it's from just us or the list from the listeners. These things don't happen all day every day in Disney. No, these it's... are, these are such small things and it's small things that like if you have a trip coming up, be prepared for because they most likely will happen to you at some point yeah. if you're there for a week. At some point it probably will happen or you might accidentally do it to somebody and not realize it. You might forget to take your ears off and block yeah. someone. Like you might hold your phone up your head and then be like, oh,
1: Yeah, and the other thing to keep in mind is it's not going to bug you the whole time. No. Most of the time, these kind of things are going to bother you and you're going to realize them and notice them more often at the end of your trip. When you're tired and you're hot every day and like everything's just catching up to you is when you're going to start to realize (laughs) what things are bothering you.
0: I would say then or when you're on a time crunch. Yeah. And let's say it's like the slow, slow walkers thing where you have a reservation and they don't. So they're just nosying along. That's when you're going to be like, but then later you're not going to have a reservation and someone might consider you the slow walker. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, definitely can happen. Definitely will happen. Mm -hmm. Be prepared. Be ready. Go in calm. Just remember things tend to work out. You're going to be okay. Your Disney trip is going to be magical. Mm -hmm. You're going to have a great time. Yeah we hope you do. We hope you have an amazing time. And that none of these things happen to you. And that you do these none of these things to people.
1: Yeah. That would be an awesome trip.
0: It would. But that's all we got. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening week after week. As we say every week, we absolutely appreciate you coming back. We love when you guys go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram. Follow the podcast on Spotify, on Apple Music. That way you can get some updates whenever there's a new episode. As you know, we do them weekly. We might even have a bonus episode coming out soon. Hmm. And if you liked what you heard, we love when you guys give us those stars and give us a review. It is very helpful, and we deeply, deeply appreciate it. Until next week, we will
1: see you at the castle. I don't know. Where are
0: you going? going? Come on, you got I this.
1: I don't know.